Good morning. Uh, no, be seated, be seated, please. Uh, I'm Jim McGill, and uh, someone asked me if I'm Mike today. I said, no, if I were Mike, I would be at the lake. Uh, so I'm just Jim. Um, I don't know if there are any announcements to be made. Uh, does anyone know if there are announcements to be made? Uh, I suspect that there is uh, information on the back of the, uh, of the service sheet, uh, which I commend to your reading, uh, of the prayer list of the events for this week and uh, instructions on if you need a pastoral visit. It's a great pleasure to be with you today as we uh, seek to serve God and serve one another in this worship of the Holy Eucharist. Will you stand please? We'll begin on the first page. All you'll need is this, is this service leaflet. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be God's family, now and forever. Together, Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, you declare your almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace, that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from Exodus, chapter 17, verse 1 to 7. From the wilderness of sin, the whole congregation of the Israelites journeyed by stages as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. The people quarried, quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, Why do you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock and water will come out of it so that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massa and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled and tested the Lord saying, is the Lord among us or not? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will respond responsively by heart first. Hear my teaching, O my people. To the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. That which we have heard and known and what our ancestors have told us we will recount to generations to come the praiseworthy deeds and the power of the Lord. 
God worked marvels in the sight of their ancestors. God split open the sea and let them pass through. God led with them cloud by day. God split the hard rocks in the wilderness. God brought streams out of the cliffs. A reading from Philippians. If there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in, in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who thought he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that, that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, enabling you to will and to work for his good pleasure. The word of the Lord. Will you stand, please? The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? 
Jesus said, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say, then why did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said, to, and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of the father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him, and even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Be seated, please. So if you read only what the lesson from the gospel says today, you kind of get confused. Jesus is just standing there in the temple teaching as he usually does. This is what he does all the time. And the chief priests and the elders of the people come in and start, start banging on him. Why are you doing these things? Who told you you could do this? Who the heck do you think you are? By what authority are you doing these things, they ask. You see, they're asking about authority. The reason they're asking about authority to Jesus is that he has seems to have usurped some sort of authority that is supposed to belong to them. Now, Jesus was not just teaching in the temple. You've got to give the chief priests and the elders of the people a little bit of credit. See, if you read the verses before this, you realize this is Passion Week. This is the beginning of Passion Week. And in Matthew's Gospel, the first thing Jesus does after his triumphal entry into Jerusalem is he goes into the temple, he turns over the tables of the money changers, and he drives out everybody who is selling doves for sacrifice. Now, the money changers are the people who change Roman money, which you use everywhere except the temple, into temple money, which is only good in the temple and is the only kind of money that is allowed to be carried into the temple. Now, they are very willing to do this because they take a, a uh, skim some off the top at the rate of about 50 percent 
uh, so that you can go into the temple and pray. In other words, you give them $2 worth of Roman money and you get $1 worth of temple money. And of course, the ones who own the concession here, the ones who have the franchise, are the chief priests and the ruling families of the temple, the elders of the people. It's the same with the doves. The doves are sold at exorbitant rates. Now, a dove was what was sacrificed by poor people, people who couldn't afford to offer a sheep in sacrifice. They would offer a dove because it was a heck of a lot cheaper. Still, the prices were exorbitant. As a matter of fact, later in the first century, just after Jesus was crucified, in that first century, the son of the famous Rabbi Gamaliel led a successful protest against the price gouging of doves. They lowered the price by 99%. And the people who sold the doves still made money. You can see what's going on here. Jesus is clearly launching an attack against the financial security, the financial uh, uh, bounty, I'm going to say, of the chief priests and the ruling families. He goes and he curses a fig tree and it shrivels up. The owner of the fig tree is probably not impressed, or at least not favorably impressed, with what Jesus does with his fig tree. So they come and they say, by what authority are you doing these things? Who told you you could come in here and mess around with our income statement? Who told you you could come in here and mess around with the sacrifice rules that we have here in the temple? Who told you you could go around cursing fig trees and depriving me of the income that comes from selling the figs? Well, you've already figured out. Jesus only has two possible answers. And yet he comes up with another one. He says, I'll ask you a question. You answer my question, I'll answer your question. The baptism of John, was it from God or did he just make it up? You see, John was in the wilderness baptizing people for repentance. Now, the, the word repentance in most cases means that the, in, in most cases the word that we translate repentance is metanoia. You've heard that many times. And it means to turn and choose another path. If I'm going to leave the, the, the sanctuary, I can go right down the aisle or I can turn and take another path down this aisle. That's metanoia. What it usually refers to in philosophical or spiritual uh, discussions has to do with turning your life in a different direction. And, and in this particular case, Matthew does not use the word metanoia. He uses metalothesis, which means to change your mind to change the way you think, to change the way you're viewing things. That's
that's why when Jesus tells the story about the man and the two sons, he says the first son changed his mind. He was sorry that he had said no. He changed his mind and he went and did what his father wanted. That's why Jesus said, Jesus said that John came preaching so that you can change your mind. And Jesus puts himself squarely with John, whom everybody thought was a prophet. Now, if everybody thinks John is a prophet, and the chief priests and the elders of the people come out against John, they're in trouble. Because just like today, power is derived at some point and in some measure by the consent of the people over whom one exercises power. And if the people bring out the pitchforks, it's the same story then as it is now. So, if it is of, John's baptism is of divine origin, well, shoot, that's cool. Except that they didn't believe John. Now, the word believe here uh, in, in Matthew's gospel is in, in Greek, it's actually a verb. We translate it faith. But for us, faith is a noun. And it sounds kind of funny in, in English when you, when you try to put faith as a verb, you know, faithing. I was, I faithed yesterday. It sounds kind of funny. So we just use terms like had faith or something like that. But what it really means, sometimes we say, we say believe. Usually we say believe. But it's a verb. What it means really is radical trust. In the front of every prayer book I've ever owned, I write uh, a, uh, a little inscription that says, faith is not belief without proof, but trust without reservation. See, faith doesn't have to do with what I know and what I can see and feel. I know this table is solid and I can knock on it and it's not going to fall down. If I was to stand on it, it would hold me up. I have faith in that. No, 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 no. That's not what faith is. Faith is trust without reservation. Trust has to do with risk. Trust has to do with putting your heart out there. Love is trust. Love means putting your heart on the table, handing the person that you love a knife, and saying, please be kind. That's faith. You did not trust that what John was telling you was the truth from God. You did not trust John. See, this is, this is tough for the religious authorities because they do this on purpose. They stand up in front of people just like I'm standing up in front of you and they claim that what they are doing is in the name of God. I pray my rear end off before I stand up and open my mouth. 
Because for me to stand here and claim to speak for God is an enormous act of hubris most of the time in my opinion. The religious authorities claim to speak for God, but when God comes up and slaps them in the face, they don't believe it. They don't trust it. They can't handle it. Because John says that God belongs to you and you and you and you and you and not to the guy who stands up here in a white robe. John says, change your mind. And the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. They looked at John and they saw that he was willing to do something, baptize them, so that there would be a representation of the fact that they had changed their mind and that, God, and that they understood that God loved them. And Jesus said, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into heaven and you're not because they changed their mind. They metalothesis. They chose another way to live their lives and they understood the way of justice. Now, Matthew says uh, uh, that Matthew, the, the reading we have says that uh, John came in the way of righteousness. Well, the, the, the word in Greek can either be translated righteousness or justice. In the first century, those two terms were almost synonymous. But these days, we think of righteousness as personal morality or personal piety. These days, the word that Matthew used is probably better translated justice. John came to you in the way of justice and you did not believe him god came to you or john came to you telling you what god believes about justice see jesus was holding a mirror up to the chief priests and the elders of the people He's holding a mirror up and say you know you can only get away with this for a little while just just saying you can only get away with being as right as you are for until people realize that you're not. Because you have to change your mind. If the Bible, timeless as it is, was written for people way back then, and way over there and if we believe that the same Bible contains eternal truths that obtain not only in a foreign land but right here in in Nassau Bay then Jesus is holding that mirror up to you and me especially if we claim to be righteous or just and Jesus is asking the question again, is this of divine origin or human origin? Not just what John was preaching, but what you preach. Is your daily sermon of divine origin or is it of human origin? 
Are you interested in the way of justice? Or, or are you interested in maintaining the status quo? That's what Jesus is asking. He's asking that of the chief priests, and he's asking that of Jim, and he's asking that of you. Are you interested in justice that comes from God, where the tax collectors and the prostitutes understand that they are beloved, and they are included, and they are welcome, and they are equal in the kingdom of God? Or are you willing to sit by and watch the TV when another cop kills a black man who is unarmed or knocks the door down of some woman's apartment and guns are down? Well, it's just the way things are. Sisters and brothers, it is the way things are. I am sad to tell you that. It pains me to tell you that that's the way things are. But if Jesus has anything to say to us, and if Matthew has anything to say to us, then it is that we must change our minds. We must change our hearts. We must change our lives. We must change our communities. We must change our nation. We cannot continue with the status quo where the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Well, it's just always been that way, Father Jim. Yeah, it has. And it wasn't any righter back then than it is right now. These aren't my words, friends. These are Jesus' words. And at some point, I have to listen to Jesus and I have to understand what he's saying, and I have to make a decision. Will I just be happy with the way things are? Or will I change my mind? Will I metalothesis, change what I believe is true? If we do that, we can expect a visit from those in power. We can expect to be sitting in Sunday school listening to a lesson and have the chief priests and the elders of the people come in and ask us, what in the world do we think we're doing? Who in the world do you think you are? Let me give you a clue. You are beloved of God. If the tax collectors and the prostitutes are beloved of God, there's a chance for me. There's a hope for me if the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom. Because the truth is, I'm not much better than they are on my good days. If we begin to understand God and God's desired relationship with humankind, then we've got to start there. We are beloved of God. That's the most important thing about us. We are beloved of God. I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. I'm white. I'm black. I'm rich. I'm poor. I'm a sinner. 
I'm righteous. It doesn't matter. I am beloved of God. If we start there, we have a shot at, getting, at changing our minds toward justice. We stand now and proclaim our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed on page 3 of your service leaflet. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. And we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have compassion. For the holy church of God, that it may be filled with truth and love, and be found without fault at the day of your coming, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have compassion. For all the holy people of God, for all bishops and other ministers, for Andy, Hector, Jeff, and Kay, our bishops, in the diocesan cycle of prayer, Christ Church St. Augustine, Holy Trinity Port Neches, and St. John Silsby. For Michael, our presiding bishop, for Mike, Craig, Bill, and Lillian, and the priests in our community, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have compassion. For all who fear God and believe in you, Lord Christ, that our divisions may cease, and that all may be one as you and the Father are one, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have compassion. For the mission of the church, 
that in faithful witness it may preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have compassion. For the peace of the world, that a spirit of respect and forbearance may grow among nations and peoples, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have compassion. For those in positions of public trust, especially Donald, our president, and Greg, our governor, that they may serve justice and promote the dignity and freedom of every person, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have compassion. For the poor, the persecuted, the sick, and all who suffer, for refugees and prisoners, and all who are in danger, that they may be relieved and protected, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have compassion. For this congregation, that we may be delivered from hardness of heart, and show forth your glory and all that we do, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have compassion. For our enemies and those who wish us harm, and all who weep it, and all who we have injured or offended, for ourselves, for the forgiveness of, forgiveness of our sins, and for the grace of the Holy Spirit to amend our lives, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have compassion. For all who have commended themselves to our prayers, for our families, friends, and neighbors, especially Chris, Jerry, Sean, Jerome, Chris, Susie, Ted, Andrea, Kevin, Ron, Joe, Nancy, and Larry, and for those the congregation wishes to name at this time, silently or aloud. We pray to you, O Lord. For all who have died in the communion of our church, especially those whose faith is known to you alone, that with all the saints they may rest in that place where there is no pain or grief, but life eternal, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have compassion. Rejoicing in the fellowship of all the saints, let us commit ourselves and one another and all our life to Christ, our God. To you, O Lord, our God. For yours is the majesty, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful God, we are thankful that your compassion is higher than the heavens, wider than our wanderings, and deeper than all our sin. Forgive our careless attitudes toward your purposes, our refusal to relieve the suffering of others, our envy of those who have more than we have, our obsession with creating a life of constant entertainment, our indifference to the treasures of heaven, our neglect of your wise and gracious law. Help us to change our way of life so that we may desire what is good, love what you love, and do what you command. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Will you stand, please? The peace of the Lord be always with you.
without touching one another, uh, anybody who's not in your family, let us offer one another a sign of peace. Peace be to you. Peace be to you. All things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. Our service continues on page five. Children of God, this is the table not of the church, but of Jesus Christ. It is made ready for those who love him and those who want to love him more. So come, you who have much faith and you who have little, you who have been here often and you who have not been here for a long time or ever before. You who have tried to follow and you who have failed, come not because the church invites you, it is Christ, and he invites you to meet him here. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is very meet, right, and our bounded duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord. Holy Father, Almighty, Everlasting God. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Glory be to thee, O Lord Most High. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. All glory be to thee, O Lord our God, for that thou didst create heaven and earth, and didst make us in thine own image. And of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to take our nature upon him, and to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption. He made there a full and perfect sacrifice for the whole world, and did institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue, a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. For in the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks to thee, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me.
Likewise, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, we thy people do celebrate and make with these thy holy gifts which we now offer unto thee the memorial thy Son hath commanded us to make, having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, and looking for his coming again with power and great glory. And we most humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, to hear us, and with thy word and Holy Spirit to bless and sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may be unto us the body and blood of thy dearly beloved Son, Jesus Christ. And we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, whereby we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies. Grant, we beseech thee, that all who partake of this holy communion may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction. And also that we and all thy whole church may be made one body with him, that he may dwell in us and we in him. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, by whom and with whom and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost. All honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Now as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. Hallelujah! Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. the bread of heaven. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in everlasting life. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in everlasting life. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in everlasting life.
the body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in everlasting life. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in everlasting life. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in everlasting life. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. Let us pray together. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank Thee for that Thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of Thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members and corporate in the mystical body of Thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom. We humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship, and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost, we all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. May God, who by the Holy Spirit caused those of many languages and worldviews to proclaim Jesus as Lord, strengthen your faith and send you out to bear witness to God in word and deed. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you forever. Alleluia, alleluia. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. I'm sorry, I should have asked you to stand for that. Alas.